They say you are what you eat. I say that's no excuse for being a massive dick. Hello, and welcome to a show that would tell you to go fuck yourself. But we've been there, and we know you'd be very disappointed. Here is the Peter Bud Network! To people who don't know who I am, show at my special. That's bullshit. Part of me really believes that, the other part is I just like pissing off people with kids, you know? I'll tell you what. Hello and welcome back. It is episode 38 of the Peter Pod Network. I am Peter Pod. He's Will in the back. And our mascot, the butt slut, a.k.a. Melissa Cody, needs to understand that when people call her a dildo, it's only because they really want to call her a dick, but she's way too fake. Just a reminder that after this week, we only have one more show left before we go on break and get together season two, which will premiere in February, and we're actually thinking that we will have a year-end music episode that will showcase some of the best songs we put together this year for you ungrateful bitches. Keep an eye out to our social media at PeterPod Network while we are away for updates and our weekday daily posts to help you get through the withdrawals while we take a break. So far, we are looking at different names for season two. Uh, I think we're running right now with the contents of my head, but we'll just have to wait and see in February. And Maybe we'll come up with something better in the meantime. As for this week's show, it should be a fun one, as we have two new songs as always, and for those Friday the 13th horror movie fans, the first song break should be right up your alley. The news this week's been pretty busy to say the least also. Elon Musk is scaring the fuck out of Democrats, while Republicans pretend they aren't on the reports as well. Vladimir Putin's still being a massive dick. I don't have a joke for that, he's just a dick and it should be said as often as possible. Kind of like the butt slut. Christy Alley finally found a weight loss program that works. Trevor Noah finally took a hint and retired from The Daily Show. And 385,000 new humans were born today, so you better get your shit together. Remember to hit that subscribe button and give us a follow at PeterPod Network on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Amazon, Spotify, and so many more. Chances are if it's out there, then we probably have some kind of presence there. So put us in the search, see what happens. Also remember the T-H-E when you email thepeterpodnetwork at gmail.com when you reach out to us. DelilahDoze68 at snhu.edu did just that and asked, I have heard you say that you visit a lot of towns that you don't talk about. You just say that is either where you are, where you're coming from, or that is where you went, but you don't tell us about the town and what it's like. How come? I can't wait for the next music episode, Delilah. I'm actually glad you asked, Delilah. Let us clear that up in a nice typo. How do I put this nicely? Can I put this nicely? Some of y'all invite us out to your towns and cities, and the only thing you alcoholics want to do is end up going drinking. I can put some away, but some of you out there in listener land really need to attend a meeting. Holy fuck, you have all been wonderful and very hospitable hosts who gave us a hell of a time and we can't thank you enough. But for all those asking about if we got to see this or that, please understand. No one invites the PeterPod Network to go out to a 200-year-old library. No one gives a flying fuck if we like their grandma's secret recipe apple pie. When we get an invite, no one is sober. And if alcohol is the reason, then we got lucky. So we may give small details here or there, like bars that we got to go to, but a lot of the details probably should never be spoken of again. None of us still want to call myself a good person. And frankly, as you can now assume, a lot of it we just don't remember. As they say, it's a dangerous job, but I think we are just the sons of bitches to do it. Don't forget about the archives at PeterPodNetwork.com, all the full episodes, more and more music, and your connection to all things PeterPod Network. When you're here, it's weird. So this week's Jackass of the Week award goes out to the security team at the Merrimack, New Hampshire Outlets in Southern New Hampshire. 
Way to fail, guys. According to the TikToker, Samantha XOXOB, last week when visiting the American Eagle store, she found a cute dress. Or pants, or whatever the fuck it was. Doesn't matter what she wanted to try on. It's just she ended up naked in the changing room at the point where the story begins. Now I'm going to pause our story and tell you that Samantha looks to be about 15, maybe 16 years old. We believe she's older by the way she speaks, but if you're not talking to her, you would think she was a kid. Easily. So with that said, when Samantha was naked as a jaybird in the changing room, she was a bit surprised when she looked down and saw a man in his mid-twenties with his hands by her feet and half his body shoved under the stall door to take a peek up her bare ass. I know, it's guys like this that will lead to the eventual invention of dick scissors. So as you can guess, Samantha gets her clothes on in record time and tells store employees, who do a check to see if the guy is still in the store. And apparently he is, and he's with a woman as well. But according to the TikToker, that's about all they did. So she insists they get security's ass over there and take care of the petter ass that was still in the fucking store. Problem solved, right? Yeah, not so much, actually. Security officer offers to follow the guy around, guessing to see if he'll do it again or something. And they do follow him around. And that's about it as well. Wish I could tell you that the company American Eagle got on that shit like Whitney Houston on a bag of crack when Samantha contacted them online to ask, what the fuck? But according to Samantha, so far the company has done nothing except extend to her a 10% coupon for her next purchase. Wow. Now I'm really ready for a rant. And here it is, right after this. Hey, let's all go down to Camp Crystal Lake. There's a legend there that will take your breath away. Hey, let's all go down to Camp Crystal Lake. There's a legend there that will take your breath away. Jason, he's coming for me, and I don't know what to do. I see him out there between the trees after me, he's coming for you. And I was just out having a smoke, my friend getting with his girl. And out of nowhere comes a hockey mask and a scream that made my toes curl. Hey, let's all go down to Camp Crystal Lake. There's a legend there that will take your breath away. Hey, let's all go down to Camp Crystal Lake. There's a legend there that will take your breath away. Hanging from a tree is half a frank, and Sally seems to be missing a head. But now Jason has the sights on me, pretty soon I'm gonna be dead. Running through the forest full speed, kicking up leaves. Because there's no way I can win this fight, fuck, he's right behind me. Hey, let's all go down to Camp Crystal Lake. There's a legend there that will take your breath away. Hey, let's all go down to Camp Crystal Lake. There's a legend there that will take your breath away. Someday, you'll find pieces of me scattered around this camp. You might find my torso over by the boat, but use my leg to beat to death hand. You think, after all these deaths, they might want to close this place up. But Camp Crystal Lake opens every year, and every year Jason has fun. Hey, let's all go down to Camp Crystal 
at Crystal Lake There's a legend there that will Take your breath away for the final rant of 2022 we're actually going to celebrate rather than bitch like we usually do all right still gonna bitch a little can't help that the last couple weeks elon musk has been fulfilling his promise to release what is quickly becoming known as the twitter files and it looks a lot like an incredibly shitty 2023 is in the works for more than a few groups out there especially with the document dump happening right at the same time as the xtf crash is being investigated in the new u.s congress and let it be known that this podcaster is getting the popcorn ready because this story is going to end up better than that time CNN spent a week or so calling a high school student a racist and then had to pay him an insane amount of money because they couldn't be bothered to look at the whole video. Fucking dumbasses. So what exactly are we celebrating about this? Is it because Elon Musk is just absolutely handling this with the confidence of a man whose dick fills up a room? Is it because Republicans are smiling like my older brother did when my parents yelled at seven-year-old me for jumping off the roof with a bedsheet parachute? Not thinking about the fact that He's next because they're about to realize that ladder was way too fucking heavy for me and no way I'm getting that out of shit on my own. I'm saying they were doing it too and it should be pretty fucking funny when someone points that out. Or are we celebrating that any moment now Donald Trump's about to explode with joy over this? I mean seriously, someone must have removed his phone privileges and tied him to a goddamn chair. Because this is just the type of thing that he would lose his shit and foam at the mouth over when he was president. Now, this week, what we are celebrating is that there is a story that came out about lying and hiding the truth at the same time as Kanye West losing his goddamn mind speaking his truth on the Alex Jones show, Infowars, I think, and essentially gave a verbal blowjob to the memory of Adolf Hitler. You know, the guy who had four million pounds of sarin gas and way too much free time. We are seriously watching Kanye West, one of the most popular figures of this century, slowly go insane in the biggest way possible. And Elon Musk, who may actually be the most popular figure of this century, is driving everybody else insane. This is fucking awesome. The newest Twitter document dropped by Elon Musk, titled The Removal of Donald Trump, should prove to have some fun sound bites from the former president and current candidate for the same office. Never mind the previously mentioned foaming at the mouth. The man owns his own social media platform now. I'm kind of curious to see if he can get kicked off that one, too. Everything about this is ironic gold. 
and it contains all the best aspects of a modern snuff film. As soon as Elon Musk yelled action, the Republicans and Democrats started fucking each other. The whole thing was being directed by assholes, and if the Clintons end up being involved in this somehow, well, I think we all know how a snuff film ends. Oh, and Kanye's the part that really makes you feel wrong for watching it. And with that, let's get to the news. What's happening in the world today? What's going on down the streets? What can we find out about you and me? It's the PPN News. This is PPN News. Welcome back to PPN News. Tonight's story. It's beginning to look a lot like vehicular homicide this holiday season as two motorists were driving a hell of a lot more horsepower than a sleigh as they were road racing in Londonderry, New Hampshire at speeds clocked at 131 miles an hour. Because of the age of the drivers, we are absolutely allowed to give their names. Tough shit, boys. Welcome to adulthood. Nicholas J. Quintal, age 20 of Hooksit, and Wyatt H. Adams, age 18 of Derry, New Hampshire, were stopped by local law enforcement after they reached the batshit crazy speeds in the Derry slash Londonderry area. And to top off the night's events, the arresting officers on scene were forced to also charge the mental misfire that is the boy from Hooksit with endangering the welfare of a child who was a passenger while they tried to Marty McFly it down the highways of southern New Hampshire. Also, firefighters had a busy day December 5th at the TD Bank at 1255 South Willow Street in Manchester, New Hampshire, as they had to help an old lady who couldn't get up. I've fallen, and I can't get up! And the car that she drove through a glass wall and into the bank that was now sitting in their lobby as well. Yep, you heard that right. Last Monday, an elderly woman, whose name is not being released at this time, became confused while making her way through the TD Bank North parking lot and ended up getting her drive through business at the front desk, which she also crashed into. And Manchester's annual event, the wintertime Kick the Homeless Out So We Can Make It Pretty Again, clean up at the Valley Street Cemetery happened last Monday, clearing away all the grime and trash that accumulates due to local kids and, of course, the homeless. Mattresses, what looks to be an ottoman, and God knows what else was removed from the park by local volunteers, just in time for the homeless to come back in and fuck the place up all over again. Good stuff. Out there in Detroit while you lie awake in bed Echoes of a gunfire flying past my head The only thing I ask God is just don't let me be dead The thoughts to be wandering when I go to the store, what am I gonna have to see? The crackheads in the hole, and there is that one guy who wants to gang back some more. Here I am, in Detroit again. Here I am, getting the fuck out of here. There I go, long the next plane. Here I go. You can't drink the water cause it's filled with lead The reason that guy doesn't speak cause they shot him in the head Find your escalate, I'm blocked cause it's your tires again Someday they may pick up or maybe they can City is bankrupt and looks like I can't stand. Don't mind the fires, that's just how they make friends. Here I am in the Detroit again. Here I am getting the fuck out of here. There I go, long the 
go Along the next lane There I go Detroit's insane Cold soon be coming The way it always does You bet your freezing ass There will be frozen bones The kids don't bother them Cause they're just not that much food Some call it gangland, some call it slum But it's a great place for you to go and get your gun Maybe do a drive-by, shoot at everyone Here I am, in Detroit again Here I am, getting the fuck out of here There I go Long the plane, there I go, Detroit's the same. Oh yeah, I am, in Detroit again, there I am, get the fuck out of here, there I go. Comedy Gold once again as five new women, mostly former members of The Cosby Show, have brought a lawsuit against America's former dad, a.k.a. America's newest serial rapist. Allegedly. The five women are accusing Cosby of taking advantage of young and vulnerable actresses who are just starting in the business and say that the former inmate drugged and assaulted each of them, some of them multiple times. One of the plaintiffs described an incident where, when she woke up after one of the rapes, Cosby is said to have tried to smother her with a pillow. One woman recounts a story where she threatened to go to police and Cosby threw her down a flight of stairs, then threw her out. Most of you remember Cosby was sentenced to 10 years in prison but was later released last year because of what is now being called the famous Cosby defense, where the actor was able to argue that because he already previously admitted to doing stupid shit like this, he can't go to jail for any of it. Only in America, folks. KAXN is reporting that one woman has taken enough shit from the police department in Electra, Texas, and has finally decided to give a little back. Mandy Stevens, who is also the wife of the assistant fire chief in Electra, was seen on video pulling up in her vehicle and jumping out in a hazmat suit in front of the police department in question and dropping off three five-gallon buckets out front. 
Afterwards, an officer, who now knows he's the guy no one on the police department likes, because, come on, who else are you going to send out to check out containers that were just dropped off by the weirdo in a hazmat suit? Which is exactly what he did when he found the buckets contained roughly 50 pounds of human shit. At this time, the officer noted Mindy Stevens, still in a hazmat suit, walking towards an SUV with a trailer, which time the officer asked her if she'd lost her goddamn mind. And after letting the cop know she was just making a delivery, Stevens got the fuck out of there like a Roadrunner cartoon. After recognizing her voice on the security footage, Mindy Stevens was identified as the Pied Pooper. When contacted to come get her buckets of shit, Stevens responded with saying that it wasn't her problem. And, of course, was then promptly charged with illegal dumping and, of course, health code violations. Holy shit, dude. Former NWA, WCW, and WWE wrestler Barry Windham is in the hospital tonight, folks, as the former superstar is reported to have suffered a heart attack. Doctors were able to perform an emergency procedure, but the wrestler's future remains uncertain at this time. Want to hear a joke? What's the worst thing about arguing with a wrestling fan online? Even if you win, you're still a fucking retard for talking to him. Reports coming out now of a woman fighting a bear on October 12th at the Berlin Zoo in, of course, Berlin. What exactly was she doing in there is unclear, but after some insanely crazy second thoughts, after spending a moment in the bear's moat, the adventurer turned her dumbass around and got the fuck out of there. But not before Yogi and Boo Boo bit her backside more than a few times. Oh shit, that lady might have just created the magical fourth hole. There are two lessons here, folks. One, stay in school. Two, Europeans are just as fucking idiotic as Americans. Don't let them fool you. And lastly tonight, anybody heard about the urban legend about a guy who wins the lottery but is found dead before he can cash it in? Well, for 57-year-old Gregory Jarvis of Michigan, shit, son, that shit happened. Gregory Jarvis went on a gambling vacation at the Blue Water Inn in Kaysville, Michigan, and won big time at Kino, taking home $45,000. Fortunately, though, Michigan has a lottery law that says you need to present your Social Security card when you win more than 600 bucks, which Gregory did not have. So he ordered his new Social Security card, and waited. And waited. And ten days later was found dead floating in a river, all bloated up like Lizzo on vacation at the beach, with the winning lottery ticket still in his pocket. Tough break, Greggy. And I don't fucking care, Lizzo. Body positivity means being able to climb up a four-story walk-up without having to take six breaks and eat a glazed ham. Welcome to the party Don't mind the widows in the back They brought the best drugs And look And I'll be bringing you It's kind of like the news But we call it our world Don't worry folks This won't take much time Kinda like the news, but not quite And hey, we're bringing you the real news Not the shit you see on the view Not the shit that makes you sad Sit back, relax with your world And welcome to All right, everybody, that is it for this week's show. We want to thank you for the past year. You have brought us a lot of laughs, and hopefully we've given some back. 
Remember, the second to last episode is this week, so next week, that's it for season one. Stay tuned in February for season two. Like we said, we don't know what it's going to be called, but we know it's going to be fucking funny. As well, make sure to hit that subscribe button and follow us on all the major socials. We are also on Amazon, Spotify, and Samsung, as well as many other places. If you got to send us an email, that's T-H-E, thepeterpodnetwork at gmail.com. If you don't include the T-H-E, you're talking to somebody else. Check out the archives at peterpodnetwork.com to find all the full episodes, the entirety of Season 1, as well as a little bit of extra. Check it out. For Will in the Back, I am Peter Pod, and after next week's show, at least until February, you can find us at the bar. Good night, everybody. Bye.